Well, hello and welcome to the Digital Marketer Podcast, the show that takes you on a journey through the world of digital marketing, diving deep into the topics that digital marketers like you can use to help grow your skills and your business. I'm a new voice here. My name is Shana Weisinger, and I have the utmost pleasure to be a co-host of the Digital Marketer Podcast. I'm very excited to be here and to get a chance to chat in your ear. And today, we are going to be talking about something that so many marketers have such an issue with, and it is content marketing on social media, that insatiable place that can never get enough. So we're going to talk about the content that you've already created, the content you've already got, that you haven't juiced all the way yet for social. So stick around. We're going to talk about some awesome stuff that's going to save you a ton of time. This is Digital Marketer. Hey, it's Mark DeGrasse here, and I've got a question for you. What if you could legally get the emails of almost every person who visits your site? Seriously, what if you could safely and respectfully retarget your website visitors via email just by dropping a pixel onto your site? It might sound too good to be true, but our new sponsors at getemails.com can do just that. They've created a system that's compliant with U.S. laws and regulations, and every email address they send you is opted in to receive emails. So that means that you can connect your anonymous website visitors to real people and safely retarget them through email with real-time, fully compliant interactions. It might sound too good to be true, but trust me, it works. The CEO, Adam Robinson, is brilliant. And he believes in his product so much that he's willing to do something a little crazy for digital marketer listeners. If you go through their easy 30-minute onboarding process and haven't 5X your investment within the first six months, they'll give you all of your money back. To take advantage of the offer, go to getemails.com slash digitalmarketer. That's getemails.com slash digitalmarketer. Okay, so everybody knows that social media is just something that is next to impossible to keep up with, especially for your business. I mean, trying to keep up with all of the trends and the TikTok dances and just the chaos that is what social media is today. It feels like it is beyond impossible to basically be as present as you know that you need to be. Like, nobody wants to see photos of your food. But I mean, in my B2B world, it's tough to be like, how the heck am I going to create constantly? And then the most frustrating part is you also are trying to create for specific platforms. It's almost like it is impossible to do really, really well. You've got people like Gary Vee who have teams of like dozens of people who help manage this thing for, for them, right? And one thing I can tell you that he does really well is he documents. He does not create for social. He creates for all things. And it's always this base layer of awesome content. And then he repurposes that content for all of the platforms specifically. Now, that's kind of what we're going to be talking about here. But we're not going to talk about how to create moving forward. That's totally going to be in another episode. So look for that one. It's pretty awesome. But what we're going to talk about today is the stuff you already got, things that you already spent time creating that maybe, just maybe, you haven't got all of the juice out of for social. So first things first. Let's just take a peek at some stats that are kind of astounding to me. So there was a poll that was done and it asked a bunch of B2B businesses what social media channels had generated the most revenue for them. Now, these are marketers 
who use social media platforms to get business in their B2B business. And the most incredible part of this to me (laughs) is that 57% of the people polled said that they just weren't sure. They were not sure which social media platform generated revenue for them, yet they were spending all of this time putting stuff on social media. So anyway, that was a mind-blowing stat to me. First up, besides the whole, I don't know, came in at 38% and it was LinkedIn. I can totally agree with that. 13% said Twitter, which I found surprising. 10% said Facebook. 7 said YouTube. Then it goes other. And then after other, it's like Pinterest and Instagram. Honestly, I'm shocked by the Pinterest stat because there's a lot that you can do on Pinterest. But that is a topic for another day. Also, to give some insight, this is another uh, set of stats that make me want to bang my head against the wall is the lifespan of these posts. (laughs) So we thought Twitter for a very long time was the most ADD platform of them all because the lifespan of a Twitter post is only 18 minutes, 18 minutes, but it has been trumped. And I'm sure which one trumped that one, but let's move on and we'll get to that one at the end. Instagram's got a longer uh, lifespan on it, which is awesome. That's 21 hours that you can get out of a post on Instagram that will still show up on people's feeds. Algorithms and whatnot aside, I know that there's like some changes that are hopefully happening there sooner than later. But in general, it's about 21 hours. Facebook has a five-hour lifespan, which is also super upsetting. LinkedIn, though, which remember, is the platform that B2B marketers at the percentage of 38% said that they got the most revenue from, LinkedIn has a 24-hour lifespan, which is the highest out of all of them. So if you know that your audience is on LinkedIn, maybe start investing some time on there. There's other strategies about making sure that you're engaging and connecting and commenting and all that stuff. But posting there, you at least get the longest lifespan if nobody does anything on that post. And keep in mind, guys, when I'm talking about the lifespan of a post, that means you post it and you don't get any engagement on it. Like nobody's commenting, nobody's sharing. That's just, it lives to just exist. And hopefully you're getting a ton of action on that piece. But this is if nothing happens, right? So if something does happen, we all know that that's going to expand the lifespan of that post. It's also going to get in front of more eyeballs because depending on what the action is, that person's audience is also going to see it. So you obviously want to create content that's going to get engagement so that you can get longer lifespans than this. But this is the baseline. And uh, the elephant in the room, drum roll please, is TikTok. The stat on TikTok that I actually laughed out loud when I saw it because I saw it on multiple websites was that it doesn't even have a time span. Like it, it literally said immediate decay unless viral. Like the fact that we're calling it decay is hysterical to me, but hey, we're ne- it's neither here nor there. So with TikTok, if you're going to put content up there, if it doesn't go viral, it immediately starts decaying. It literally has a zero lifespan. Wild. It's wild. Okay. So then let's now dive into, now that you know the depressing stats about how long your content will actually be on social media, let's talk about the content types and things that you've already made that you can use to at least get on these platforms and make sure that you're focusing on the platforms that you know your audience is on. Like do one thing at a time and get really good at one thing and then expand, right? So the first content type, like the type of content you've created, that's the obvious, is video, right? What kind of video? We're going to dive into different examples of what types of video you can repurpose for social media. So just to kind of get very, very clear on what I mean when I say repurpose is that taking, we're repurposing specifically for social media. There's other ways to repurpose content, right? But we're talking about very, very specifically just for social. So that means taking a small snippet of content 
from a longer piece of content that has already been created for another placement, right? So for instance, if it's a video and the video is 10 minutes long and it's a how-to video about something or other, we're going to take one little tiny snippet of that how-to, like 90 seconds possibly, maybe under 60 seconds if you want to make it a reel, things like that. And that's what you're going to post to social. And the cool part about that is hopefully that long-form piece of content lives somewhere on your website where you can direct the repurposed piece to. And so people are like, oh, that, this little clip was awesome. I want to go and watch the long-form piece of the, the, the rest of it, basically. And now you're getting them off the platform onto your website where hopefully you've got like tracking pixels and lead opt-ins and all this other cool stuff that's going to grab their attention because the point is to get them off the platform in many cases and onto your site where you can have more control over what happens next and also collect data because data is gold. So back to the content type video. It is the obvious type to repurpose for social media. Some examples that you may or may not have in your arsenal are interviews. So this can be in the form of Zoom. We did so many Zoom interviews, like just chats, basically in the form of video podcasts. So all of that stuff is great repurposing content. One of the main reasons it's like my A number one on repurposing content is because there is such a massive opportunity for cross promotion. Not only are you creating content for yourself that is of you and your audience and all of that stuff, but you also get a chance to, when you post it on social, they're, the person who's on there who's talking about all this epicness is going to want to share it. So you're getting double the eyeballs already, right? You have like a power play in the sense that you have, you at least know you have one comment, one share and one like. So that's really great. And also you don't have to come up with all of the epic info because that's why you're interviewing somebody. You're the conduit of epicness and you don't have to put in a whole lot of effort at all other than being a good interviewer. So it's a really great way to make content that you don't have to make up, which is cool. Now, the second one is going to be webinars. So if you do like a webinar series or if you have an evergreen webinar or things like that, you can do small snippets from that to promote the webinar, to get people to register, things like that. A small little 60-second clip that's super impactful will pique the interest of people to be like, oh, man, well, then what's the rest of the webinar about? Let's go check it out. So those are great for repurposing to social media. Speaking gigs, obviously, you're, you look awesome. Somebody trusted you enough to get on a stage and talk about what you're awesome at. And I think that that gives you clout pretty much immediately. Live videos. Um, I actually have a client. This dude is a powerhouse. And he goes up to like the roof of his office building. I don't know why the roof. I don't know if that's like his, his happy place or what. But he heads up there. He takes a one minute Facebook live video. And it's like most people do their lives and they're done. They're like, okay, well, I guess that's that. Now I got to go on Instagram live and do the same thing, right? LinkedIn live now too, you know? Instead of letting it be the only place that lives, he downloads the Facebook live afterwards. It's like two minutes. And then he uploads it to Google Drive. And this dude is the biggest powerhouse. He has like all of these zaps from like that automatically trigger, basically automation that triggers and alerts all of the appropriate people. And it gets repurposed into all of the different sizes and shapes and all the things for social media. Like our team would hop on it and do the captions, resize it, put it in the right templates, things like that. His team's posting it to YouTube. They're turning it into a blog post. I mean, it is wild what this one little Facebook Live does. And it turns into like an asinine amount of content. So that when he told me that my brain exploded, because even I was like, I talk about repurposing all day long, but that is like, that's next level repurposing, like, godlike stuff. So take his idea. And I told him I'd share it. So let's give him some kudos and go do it. Testimonials are awesome. If somebody had the oomph and they loved you so much that they got on video and they talked about how awesome you were, repurpose that stuff for social. And then course content. I know. 
people are like, but I don't want to give away the farm. Why not? not? You're not giving away the whole thing, but give away awesome snippets. It's the same thought as the webinar, right? You're going to give small pieces of information that are like so mind-blowingly awesome that it's a no-brainer for somebody who's like, heck yeah, giving away a little can get you a lot. So don't be afraid to do that. All right, let's dive into the second content type. It's going to be audio, folks, what we're doing right now, right now, right here, today. I can tell you right now, Digital Marketer repurposes their stuff because I know because we do it. So (laughs) their podcast gets repurposed into the tiny snippets. Now, if you haven't seen these moving waveforms that happen on social, it's like a little jumping waveform. It's got, you know, the photo of the awesome person talking because they said so much great epic stuff. Um, then I don't know if you've been on social media, but it's called an audiogram. That's what they call it in the industry. So all that is is basically turning an audio piece into a video piece because you want to see some action happening. Captions are a must on that. Super, super easy. One pro tip that I feel like I have to say on repeat, though, about podcast repurposing for social is that everybody gets so hung up on only repurposing that new episode. And the reason why, my friends, is because they have told me, many people, why would I repurpose old episodes? Because everybody's already heard it. I was like, wow, wow, that's not arrogant at all. Everybody has already heard it. Okay, so let's say for me, I work in the content world, content repurposing, and the content repurposing king of all, Gary Vaynerchuk, is on my podcast six months ago, just spewing all his awesomeness, just being that guy, right? And I chose not to continuously repurpose that piece of content forever and ever, amen, because quote unquote, everybody already heard that episode. Like, do you know how many new eyeballs I'm gonna get on that piece of content every time I put, every time I repurpose it? Like if I start blasting that all over social, every month I've got it on like some sort of cycle with a different clip, I'm gonna get new listeners. Folks, Go to your awesome episodes and repurpose them consistently because those ones will, you know, they're awesome. Why aren't you driving traffic to it? Hey, Ryan Dice here. You know, it's been a while since I've run the day-to-day for Digital Marketer, the company that Roland and I are partners in. Fortunately, we have a great team and great partners who help us with all that nitty-gritty stuff now. But the one thing that we focused on while I was there and the one thing the team still focuses on to this day is optimizing everything. I'm talking testing everything from the sales copy to the color of the checkout button. Testing like this can have a huge impact on your bottom line, but the truth is it takes a lot of time and a lot of resources. And half the time, we were just throwing stuff against the wall just to kind of see what stuck. But the good news is you don't have to figure everything out on your own anymore. And that's because our friends at Conversion Fanatics have optimized hundreds of sites in all types of industries from small startups to Fortune 500s. And now they can handle all your testing and optimization for you too. So if you feel stuck when it comes to optimizing your website, go and visit conversionfanatics.com and they'll give you a list of custom suggestions to optimize your site 100% free. Once again, you can find them at conversionfanatics.com. All right, guys, last content type. This is the one that people are like, oh, I didn't even know I could do that. So I'm excited to share it. 
The last content type that you can totally repurpose for social media into video assets is text. I know. I know, folks, you don't need to like hire somebody who's got awesome after effects skills and can create animation and all that stuff because there are really simple tools to be able to help with that. Wave.video, if you're a DIY kind of person, is a really great tool. It basically gives you like stock video, stock music. You basically just type in your stuff and it creates this really, really cool repurposed asset. We actually use it internally also when we repurpose client stuff into text. Super, super user-friendly tool. But let's talk about the kinds of text that you can repurpose. So blog posts are the first, foremost, and the most obvious because I can guarantee you that the vast majority of you who are marketers out there have a blog. And I can guarantee you that when you go to share it on social, you just share that link and you hope something's going to happen. And we all know what happens. And that's a whole lot of nothing. Because if you posted it on Facebook, Facebook's like, nah, nah, son, we're not going to let anybody off of Facebook. So that was cute. But we don't play that game. LinkedIn's a little bit better. But ultimately, that's it. That's literally the only thing you have that you can do to share your blog posts. But not after today, my friends. All you have to do is take about 100 words that can stand alone, right? 100 words when it's animated with a tool like wave.video or a company that does it for you, 100 words is going to be about 90 seconds, give or take. So use that as your sliding skill. If you want to keep it under 60 seconds and have like a goal cast style video on reels, you know, rein it into like 70 words, right? You want to go a little longer, same kind of thing applies. But think about it. If you have an awesome blog post, you can get at least two, maybe three of these standalone text motion snippets out of it. And then the call to action on that piece of content is, hey, to read the rest of this entire blog post, go here. And what are we doing? We're getting them off of the platform and we're getting them onto your website where then you have control over the data, right? So think about your blogs. Think about how much social media content you've got just out of that. And I can guarantee you, you're like, oh man, I've got like at least a year's worth of posts just in blog posts. So you're welcome. Ebooks, all the same thing is going to apply. Ebooks, like if you wrote a book and it's awesome, you can take snippets and then the call to action is go download the ebook. Paper books, you know, if you, if you published that stuff, you can go ahead and do the same thing. Stats are great. Stats do really, really well on social, not only for like little video assets, but they do really great as standalone little image quotes is what we call them. Testimonials, let's say that those people who thought you were super awesome were a little camera shy. That's all good. It's all good. If they type it to you and talk about how great you were, use that. Turn it into text motion, and now you've got an asset for social that's going to perform. And white papers, kind of the same deal as stats. If you have any data or information that people find useful, that's going to be a great type of text to also repurpose. So, guys, I cruised through that. It was kind of like a fire hose of information, and I feel like I talked like a thousand words a second. I'm very Italian, and I had my hands up all over the place. So it was more of a show over here than it probably was for you. but. Those are the main three types of content and just some examples of the things that you can repurpose within them. So I can guarantee you there's tons more. Um, just look at your vault and see what you already have and make it happen with the stuff that exists because what I'm going to talk about on another episode is what we're going to do in creating stuff that you know skills. You're going to basically create the base layer and you're going to know exactly how it's going to get repurposed all over the place. And it doesn't have to be super, super difficult to do. There are tools out there that are time resources, right? We're always going to spend one thing. We're going to spend time or we're going to spend money to do things ourselves or to have others do it, right? So there are tons of cool resources to do it yourself. There's headliner.app. We love those guys. They're awesome. You've got wave.video that I mentioned about. They do the text motion. Headliners for video and audio. So those are two tools 
that you can use. Headliner actually uses like Google's AI to create the subtitles and things like that. So it's an all-in-one tool. But again, it's going to take some time that you need to sit down and actually make it happen or, you know, assign it to somebody on your team. And there's a bit of a learning curve. And then there's like, you want to do an investment of money and you just want somebody to do all this stuff for you. And that's what my company does. It's called Repurpose House. And literally all we do all day long is just repurpose content for people on social media. And I've got a really cool hookup for you guys. It's, it's a 20% off your first invoice, any plan, and it is DMP30. Um, you're going to go ahead and find that in the show notes. So don't think you have to remember it. But either way, guys, you got to be repurposing your content, whether you're doing it yourself or you're having somebody else do it because you're going to get so much more juice and you're not going to lose your mind over trying to create stuff for every channel every single day. So with that, Thank you so much for listening to the Digital Marketer Podcast. It was my extreme pleasure to be able to be your host today and to share some of the stuff that I get so excited about sharing for marketers and and helping them with their social media content game. If you got any value from today's episode, please share it with a friend who's wanting to take their digital marketing game to the next level. And also for the resources and the links that I mentioned in the show, make sure you head to digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. You're going to get all that info there. And be sure to check out your podcast feeds every Monday and Thursday for new episodes. Thanks so much, guys. Have an awesome, awesome day. Hey, DM listeners, if you're running a Black Friday or Cyber Monday special, listen up, because Digital Marketer just released our Canva holiday promo pack. It includes almost 200 templates that you can use to make the graphics for all your upcoming holiday specials and three unique design themes for each holiday. The promo pack is usually $27, but you can get it today for free. Check the show notes for the link to download, or you can go directly to digitalmarketer.com forward slash LP forward slash holiday templates. That's digitalmarketer.com forward slash LP forward slash holiday templates.